0: Have you ever thought whether leasing a car is worth it or not? On today's show, we'll talk about how leasing a car actually works and is it better off than buying a car? We're Untangling Financial Issues. Welcome to Your
1: Finances Untangled with Mo Perak.
0: Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I, am, I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvester. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out
1: up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here with Mo Param. Welcome into the podcast, the podcast that covers finances and, and universally and, and your investment life, your financial life, from the time you get that first job up until you leave that last job and enter the great world of retirement. Mo Param of Cloud Vesters covers it all. Cloud Vesters, of course, a fiduciary firm that is recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. Mo. We are back at it again. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I got to tell you, <laughs> I I can't wait for this podcast because I've always <laughs> wondered about what's the best way to go and what we're going to talk about today. And speaking of Dave Ramsey, we actually are going to credit uh, DaveRamsey.com because you are your firm is recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. He has such great advice and we're going to... Talk about his great advice and, of course, throw your great advice in, too, with car, purchasing a car or leasing a car. Yes. You know, to me, getting a car is an exciting time, but I approach it with great dread because (laughs) I am not – I have weak sales resistance. Oh, you do? Uh, I do. You fall for the sales double talk? yeah well you know that and um they get you in there and I don't like the whole process and God love them and and they do a great job at it and and the ones that are good at it
0: make make good money at it um but I just don't like the process yeah it it, it can be nerve-wracking sometimes and a little uncomfortable I remember when I so I was late to driving so I didn't get my driver's license until I was I think I was 27 or 28. You lived so, in a city. Well, you were in the city, right? You, you yeah, born, in, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. So, um, you know, we had great public transportation, subways, bus systems, and, you know, it's a truly pedestrian city. So we, uh, we would walk everywhere. Uh, but it wasn't until I moved to Georgia and mm-hmm. Atlanta where I needed a car. We, we had to go everywhere. So I remember buying—I think it was my second car. And the, the 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 salesmen were waiting outside, mm. you know, outside of the dealership, <laughs> and it was just like, oh my gosh, hurry comes, here they come, here they come, It's almost <laughs> like sharks, right? And you know, I left, I left with a car, but it it was it was uncomfortable, right? The yeah. Negotiating, and it may feel like you're leaving a deal, and. Um, or you, if you, or you walked away with the car that the dealer wanted more than what you wanted, right? So, yeah. so it's, a, it's kind of like a, uh, it's a, like I said, nerve wracking, almost uncomfortable. Um, uh, you know, interaction well, with the, the whole thing salesman. is a
1: negotiation experience. I mean, exactly. And you know, I've known and a lot of
0: car dealers
1: and car salespeople, and a lot of them. And, and they've told me it's especially the ones that have been in it a while, it's just a different game now because. Many of the people who come on the lot, they already know what they want. They've done their due diligence. They've done the re- research that wasn't available in, in the past. That's true. Yep. And it, it is kind of a different experience for, for both now. But we're going to break down what's better, buying <laughs> or leasing. We're going to break down the car lease. And I've always wondered what's the best way to go. What's, let's start with what, what is a car lease? How does that whole process
0: work? Sure, a, a car lease is a contract, right? It's a contract you're you're making with the dealer, and you're going to be you're essentially almost like renting the car, right? Mm-hmm. You don't actually own the car. Uh, when you make your monthly payments or your monthly installments, you are you're renting or you're paying for the car, and you have this lease, and the lease is for a certain time frame, a period of time that you're going to be driving and paying for this car. So. Mm-hmm it could be 2 years it could be a 3 year lease and then what happens is you have possession of the car during that time frame uh, but you don't actually own it right you you, you aren't you, you're not literally paying to 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 purchase the car you're paying to rent the car over that time frame
1: yeah and uh, do
0: do you ever really own your car
1: you know <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it, it, you know if you trade in a lot
0: uh, yeah do you ever I own mean, it yeah, I've got. I have a friend that has mind. a car every. He, he he leases a car every two years, mm-hmm. and he has a new car literally every two years. And you know that's that's what he likes. You know, he likes to the, the feel of a new car. He he just likes that experience. But he he doesn't know. He never owns it, right? So, right. So, um, but it, it is it is a an expensive way to actually have a car. The, the lease because the lease. I've, I've
1: wondered that because i thought you know we we all hear that you know a car really not the best investment a new car because it loses value the minute you drive it off the lot i think you've even said the minute you turn the key or push the button to start it but um but but so leasing seems like the better way to go but you're saying it's an expense it can be an expensive way to go
0: it, it can be so so when you think about how the payments work right so It is, uh, so this is right from the article, right? So the payments are based off the residual value of the car. So what that means is they're looking to see how much the car is going to be worth by the time the end of the deal is. Oh, well, sorry, by the time the end of the lease is. Then they're also calculating some form of expected depreciation, right? What we just talked about right now, how much your car will lose value over time. Then there's rent charges. Then you pay your sales tax, and then there's fees, and all that, all those combinations go into what your monthly payment's going to be. And so, some of the fees that are associated with uh, leasing the car are front end fees, uh, which is what, what it costs to actually set up the lease. You know, documentations for processing um, the lease, pay, the, the lease documents. Then there's the title fee, registration fee. And all of a sudden, uh, and then even when you turn your car in, right, there may be this uh, disposition fee, which is the cost of cleaning up and selling the car. One thing that uh, when you have your lease, they typically have a mileage limit. I was wondering you about that. Yeah. Right. So they'll say, you know, uh, whatever the monthly fee is for 12,000 miles a year. Mm-hmm. So if you go over those 12,000 miles, then you have to pay excessive, um, excess mileage fees. So you got to pay for that. And then if there's any wear and tear, um, if you didn't maintain the car over time. Now, one thing about leases is you typically um, have a package where if there's any uh, damage or maintenance that could, that's associated with the car, you, you, you usually take it back to the dealership. Uh, to have it serviced so at least on that end uh, at least on that end there's some is it kind of like having a warranty on an ongoing warranty in that sense it's almost like that it's almost like that yeah um and you can usually take the maintenance Um, i think i purchased now i recently just bought a car so this is actually uh uh, new to me uh not new to me but it's this is actually like front end present in in today's time for me personally Mm because i recently just purchased a car and um I looked for a used car, 2017, mm-hmm. and um, the car that I purchased was actually a, a leased car. Okay. So with very, very low miles and all the maintenance was done at the dealership.
1: So, it kind so it was actually you can feel nice.
0: comfortable about if you're buying
1: a used car to buy one that had been a lease.
0: Oh, it, it made me feel, uh, it, it made, that really made me feel comfortable about the cars uh, because I knew that um, you could see all the service records, right? All the service records yeah. were were done at the actual dealership, not at a you know offsite uh, uh, repair store. Uh, it was actually done at the dealership, so that made me that made me feel uh, much more comfortable.
1: Yeah, I can I understand that definitely. I, one thing too, when unless you're paying cash for the car, if you finance it, so you know who you're paying, or a bank, whatever. Uh, how does that?
0: Who do you pay when you lease? You pay the dealership. Uh, <laughs> Who do you pay? So you can go two ways. Um, you can either go with, with a bank or a credit union to to finance the car, or you can go through the dealership, uh, which is actually uh, one of the worst ways. Actually, going through the dealership because they can negotiate um, the terms um, of the of the contract. So essentially just like you're purchasing a car you go through a bank but you can also go through the dealership and so that's essentially how you would uh, uh, lease a car and again one of the things is you get the the maintenance and so that does give some flexibility around uh, around servicing the car and then you know once your contract that once the lease is over then you have to give the car back now you can actually purchase the car at that point um, but then that's a whole different story about how how that how that part of the process works because then then there's some more cost that goes uh, more assessments more uh, assessing what the car value is at that point and then you can look and see if you want to buy the car at that point. But during those terms, during those you know two year two year or three year terms for the car, that's really how the. the the leasing works and you, know, you actually are just essentially just renting the car over time.
1: It's an extended rental
0: of <laughs> the it's car. An extended <laughs> rental, uh, yeah. And,
1: pi- well, now, and we're looking at leasing versus buying a car and, and again I'll, we'll put the link up to this article from DaveRamsey.com and in the first half we're going to look at that leasing versus buying and the second part of today's podcast we'll look at if you go the buying route what's the best way to do it because I'm gathering here Dave Ramsey is not a big fan of leasing it seems like (laughs) he's
0: not he actually calls it car fleecing car because fleecing you get, okay you're getting fleeced out of your money <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah wow well let's look at why and and again uh, we're we are going by this article a little bit and it's a great article from dave ramsey um why should you not lease a car you've already touched on some of it, it can be very expensive there are a couple of things like you can get some it sounds like maintenance packages somewhat like a warranty i would think another one is if you're leasing it Or this may be a factor. You know how when you buy, they're always trying to throw in all these extras that you don't even know what they're talking about half the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And maybe you don't get as much of that with the lease. But
0: what are some bullet points on why it's not a good idea to lease? Well, because the cars we mentioned before, right, and I think everyone knows that the car depreciates in value over time. So essentially you're renting a depreciating asset, right, that just doesn't if you think about it right that just doesn't financially make sense over time um and then you're renting it right so it's hard to sometimes it's hard to get out of the lease it's hard to get out of the 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 rental agreement uh without any type of uh expensive fees headaches negotiations just to get out of this contract Mm -hmm. um, that you have and essentially when you start looking at leases sometimes people lease cars that they that they couldn't Purchase on their own, right? You start to le- lease more expensive cars than you could actually purchase on your own. So you're, so you're, you're building this habit of, of uh, living a lifestyle that you essentially can't afford. So psychologically, that's not a good thing to do when you think about it, right, because it can get you sidetracked from you know building wealth over time because you're now you know, just forking over money for something that's just depreciating over time, just for maybe a, a status symbol, right? So, th- those are some of the things that you want to consider of why re- leasing a car isn't really the, the ideal way of, of purchasing a car.
1: Who do you think it would be best for, and I, I can tell you who I don't think it would be best for, someone who commutes <laughs> a long way every day and racks up a lot of mileage it doesn't seem like it would be a good deal I know people though who just get tired of their car and yeah. they trade in a lot, is, is that someone but I know you said it's hard to get out of it so you can't get tired of it too quickly is that someone yeah.
0: it may be best for? I mean uh, in, in all and yes, I mean it's a preference right, so if you honestly feel like you just want to always drive a brand new car consistently right every yeah. two years without years, being upside down your without old being life. upside down and you just want a new car and and i'll put it this way and you have money to burn right mm-hmm. um then maybe leasing is is the right choice for you i would say that um, you want to make sure that you have your fundamentals taken care of, right? You want to make sure that uh, because we're fiduciary advisors, right? You know, if they're thinking about leasing a car and I can't sway them one way or another, then it's like let's make sure you have your emergency fund set up, right? Let's make sure that you are sa- paying yourself first by saving and investing for your retirement. Let's make sure you you don't have any other revolving debt because whether you're when you think about leasing a car. You are, it is some form of a debt. It is a debt that you have with the dealer or the credit union or the bank or whoever you, know, you negotiate the contract through. So it is debt. And so if you're going to sign up for a two year, three year debt payment, then let's make sure that your other debts, right? Your other commercial debts, your credit cards um, uh, are, are paid off, right? Student loans are all taken care of before you start to enter this contract of renting a car.
1: close to retirement holistic financial planning in all areas including taxes estate planning insurance cash flow and budgeting they even offer customized personal websites for clients the technology of today while still maintaining that human touch that's Vesters. Cloudvestors. that's CloudVesters.com. Your finances untangled with Mo Param of Cloud Vesters and Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here. Cloud Vestors helping you in all the areas of your financial life. And even when it comes down to what's the best thing to do when it's time to get a new car, lease or buy, and that's the subject of the podcast today. Before we get back into it, Mo, you said um, you started a little later because you were in a in, in a in, in a city like in Brooklyn where you really didn't need to drive, and probably if you have a car, depending on where you live, it's a pain to park anywhere, so it's easier <laughs> to not have a car. Too. Well, you finally did get one at twenty-seven. What was your first
0: car ever? Uh, it was an Acura. Oh my gosh! What was it? An Acura TL, I think, gold. Okay, I remember it being gold. It was nice. Well, let me tell you mine,
1: and I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to show my age here uh, because I I started driving as soon as I could, um, sixteen, because I lived in a rural area. You had to drive. And um, it was a a blend of money my parents gave me and grass cutting money I'd made. And I think it was a total of 300 whole dollars. A whole 300. Wow. Have you ever seen $300? A whole 300. And it was 1978, and it was a 1965 Chevrolet Bel Air. Quite wow. used, quite used, quite used. But yes. I was so happy to have it because I could drive to school, and it was it was my car. It was all mine. Awesome.
0: Nice sense of ownership there. <laughs> right.
1: That sounds like a huge car. Was it big? Well, actually, yeah, not as big as you would think. My next okay. car, uh, which my dad he helped me get that too, a year later was a Dodge Coronet, and oh that one gosh. was pretty big. but uh so i wasn't getting a lot of dates in high school let me just put it that way but i still had transportation we're looking at leasing and just let's recap uh, because we are using uh, some information too from uh, from da- a Dave Ramsey article, Cloud Vectors. Uh, we say it all the time. Recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. We'll have a link to this article: Leasing versus Buying uh, for you to go through yourself. But Dave Ramsey's not a fan of leasing. He calls it fleecing. Um, wh- what are some just just to recap why leasing is not the best idea?
0: Leasing is not the best idea. One, it's still debt, right? It's still debt at the end of the day, and we would love our clients to be out of debt or not um, walking into any more debt that they necessarily don't need to have. Uh, Two, it's expensive, right? If you think about all the fees that are associated with with this rental process with the car, um, it adds up over time. You're essentially renting, again, renting a depreciating asset over the two, three year or however long your lease agreement is. So the, the value of this car is it's going down and then literally it went down once you put your foot on the gas and pressed the and left the lot right <laughs> so it depreciated immediately uh, and, and it's hard to get out right it's hard to get out of the the contract in case anything happens um, financially. Uh, and even in some aspects, right, you, you're also even limiting some of your driving, right? If you have to stick within the mileage rates right, of, right. of the car, then, you know, what happens if you want to go on a road trip somewhere or, um, you know, I live in a city where, you know, from my house to my office, it's 50 miles. So, yeah, you've got to have so it. Tra- you can't. So I'm driving 100 miles a day just yeah. just to go to and for work. Golly, so You don't need to uh, lease. Sorry? You don't need to lease. Now I need a helicopter. That's what right. I need. Yeah, you do, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, but yeah, but that's that's those are some of the things you really want to think about when you're leasing a car. It's a very very expensive way, uh, literally, just to rent a car. And that's what it is. Don't 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 fall for the financial double talk about leasing. And look at you walking into this expensive car that you can't even afford, right? You're 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 renting a car over time, yeah. And a car's that that the value is going it's going down as soon as you sign that paperwork.
1: Now, as we are opening up, and I I shared with you that it's exciting to get a car, and yeah. but I dread the experience because it's it's just. And I have weak sales resistance, and um, and it's just the whole thing is a negotiating process. But let's say we're going to get our car now. We're not going to lease, so we're going to buy. Right. Uh, let's look at some of the best ways to buy. Um, let's start out with
0: this. New versus used. Uh, goes, goes back to what I was saying. A car, whether you're renting it or buying it, it's a, it's an, it's, I wouldn't be considered it an asset, right? Mm-hmm. When we have clients, unless it's like a uh, collectible right you know, right. like like your 1965 bel-air <laughs> you know that that no but you no know, if it's a collectible <laughs> that's right, in the that's,
1: smithsonian now <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: you know i can to have a conversation about that but you know your your standard car in my opinion is not an asset because it depreciates right you want it, your assets to appreciate over time yeah so um so that's where the used, that's where the new, between, between new and used come in. I would say that um, you want to buy a used car, right? You don't want to go too used because, but especially now with modern day technolo- uh, uh, technology, you may be behind in, in technology and features and safety. Uh, so I'd say, you know, a two to three years old. Okay. Right. Right. That's yeah. a that's a good time. Frame. And as you uh, said earlier, four, if it had been right?
1: leased, that's a good thing. If it had, if you know it had been a leased car, Th-
0: that's another thing. Yes, yeah. if it was a leased car, right? Because think about it, you have one, uh, two factors, right? One is, well, actually, maybe even three. One is the person doesn't own the car, right? So they know that if there's any damage to the car, that they have to pay for those uh, when they return the car over. So typically, people who lease cars care of the cars um, uh, and then the services are typically in the maintenance is usually done at dealerships so again you have uh, professionals that are seeing these these models and makes of cars on a daily basis so they are servicing the heck out of these cars right right and third mileage yeah so there's mileage restrictions so you know for the, for the most part these cars probably aren't driven as much as you know a a person who's who's financing a car on their own so if you're looking to buy a used car if you can right try to find a car that that's been leased uh, that that when i just when i again when i recently purchased my car um i didn't specifically look for a leased car immediately but then when i started looking around i was like oh. Huh, this these these features make sense as far as, far as looking to purchase a leased car um, you want to buy it with cash right? you want you want to pay the cash you just want to uh, best best way to do it is buy a used car pay with cash right again if you can evo- uh, avoid getting into debt uh, again to purchase a, a depreciating asset just do it right so um, do your best to pay the car with cash and sometimes it's a hard reality where you're gonna have to save over time to pay with with cash. But um, again, sometimes people don't have enough cash to pay for the car, right? What happens if something happens? Your car breaks down, and you don't, and you just need to get a car. So, um, you know, obviously you might have to finance it. But if you're gonna finance it, you know, make sure that you're keeping the term limits low. Um, I mean, short. I've seen where. Um, dealers are offering you seven year, eight year car, car loans. Right. Um, you know, think about it. You're going to pay a car off over eight years. Yeah. That car, eight years down the road, is going to be uh, an antique. Well, right. You better take good care of the- it. No you doubt. You better take good care of that. it, right? Especially if you want to know <laughs> resale value of yeah. it. But, um But, but yeah, but, I mean, you're probably buying a four year old car, five year old car, you're leasing it over, well, you're buying, or you, you're, you're financing it over eight years. So all of a sudden at the end of the eighth year, you have a 12 or 13 year old car technology has been, has been uh, advancing over time and, and, trying to resell values probably, you know, th- less a little at right. that point. Right. It so it ends up
1: being sold to the 2021 20, version of me for $300. <laughs> or just <laughs> or, scrap your, yard, right? right?
0: <laughs> or, or yard for parts. Right. So, exactly. Uh, so keep those financing, um, um, uh, terms you know two three years and, and get this car done right get 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 the financing out the way so you can go ahead and own this car uh, outright if you can't pay a car off uh, if you can't buy a car outright
1: now i'm not picking on car sales people because i've a lot of i'm personally known friends of mine uh but just look, let's look at what they don't like I, well, first off, we talked earlier about how people come in now on the lot armed with more information now, and they don't really care for that that much. They would prefer you not to be. Um, <laughs> they don't really like um, people who come in when they want to finance it. They don't. Right. They're not that crazy about you paying cash. And I think from what I've heard in talking to car salespeople and dealers, I mean, they, they prefer to sell pre-owned. Because they they make more money on that, I mm-hmm. think I'm right on that.
0: Uh, um, that, that, I'm, that I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know that's I know just the transaction of the cars, right? If you look at the the markup from what dealers um, buy a car wholesale and what they're going to mark and what they're going to sell the car for, I believe the markup isn't that much, right? So mm-hmm. they're they're getting their money really right from the financing and all the bells and whistles they try to throw at you. What is that
1: undercarriage thing? You The
0: The undercarriage. uh, I don't know that I really need that.
1: Well, if you uh, love your family (laughs) and want them to be safe, but if you don't love your family, if you don't care whether they're safe or not, they'll get it. Yeah.
0: Uh, As long as you can lay your head at night, you know, uh, but, uh, Uh, but yeah. and, And then nowadays, right. With, with online, you can buy cars online now, um, so you can yeah. actually avoid the the dealer all to the, the dealer, but the salesperson altogether. Um, I, w- I, I want to a, drive it. I want to smell it.
1: I want to drive it. Oh I, yeah! I, I have to go the old fashioned route on buying. Yeah. Uh, that and shoes I'm not I, I I buying to shoes this. or cars online, <laughs>
0: or mattresses. Who does that? Right. Yeah. Or couches. Exactly. Got to sit in it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh.
1: leasing is not the best option. For for most people, it's not the best way to go. No. It's kind of the no. bottom line here. Bottom Buying, line. paying cash, and getting a relatively new pre-owned could be the best way to go.
0: Yes, yes. Pay, buy, buy it with cash. Never new. Slightly used, right? Mm-hmm. Two, three, maybe even four years old, right? Uh, a little tip try to find a car that's been leased. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, and, then if you're, and if you're not in a position, right? Because again, I'll, you know, the reality is not everyone is in a position to buy a car outright, even if it is a $15,000 car, right? Yeah. So it's just the reality is there. If you think about how many people are saving in this country, there aren't really many people that have that much cash on hand. But if you're going to finance, right, keep the terms low, keep it, two to three years where you can where you can pay this car off and make extra payments right you don't ha- just because you have a three-year loan doesn't necessarily mean you have to wait the entire year i mean i wait the entire duration if you can pay the car off faster yeah. you own it faster get yourself out of debt faster and uh again go back to savings that's the best way to go and try to
1: avoid that negative equity of getting upside down oh yeah well, good stuff, Mo. Uh, the buying the car thing—I'm glad you addressed this because it, for many, it, it is a, an emotional experience. It's exciting and it's approached with dread uh, because you—you you, you don't want to walk away feeling like I'm excited about the car, but oh, I could have done a little better. You don't want to yeah. feel that way.
0: Yeah, you don't want to do that. You want to—you know—cars are fun, right? Cars yeah. are cool, you know. And, and I spend a lot of my time in my car, so. Uh, so if you're if you're going to be in your car, you don't want to think of think that you you were ripped off, right? You want mm-hmm. to think that you had a good deal, quote unquote, and that you can drive the car with uh, with um, without any trepidations, right? Without any anything dangling over your head. So yeah, if you're gonna again, these are the steps if you're gonna buy a car: get cash, pay cash. Uh, if you can finance this short terms and um, slightly used, then if you can if you can find a car that was a lease.
1: Now, Mo, um, if you'll walk, we're wrapping up the podcast. If you want to walk with me out to the parking lot, I'll show you. I told you at 78 I got a 65 Chevrolet Bel Air. That was my first car. And then my okay. dad got me a coronet. Um, so that was about 79. I'm still driving that. <laughs> so I'll I'll show it to you when we go out in the parking lot. <laughs> Uh, It's not in good shape, I'll tell you that But I'm still driving it Listen,
0: listen, I love it. I love it. You know, they say drive the car till the wheels fall off. Right. (laughs) Well,
1: I love my car that I have now, and I'm going to keep it as long as I can. I'm trying to do a good job taking care of it and following that maintenance. That's another thing that's key, uh, because cars are really, in many ways, they're built to last a long time with mileage and all if you take good care of them.
0: Take good care of it, right? Take good care of it. Get your oil changes. uh, Rotate the tires. Uh, you know just, just just take care get it service, get it maintenance and uh, your car shall last you uh, a good time. a good while. Well, great conversation Mo as always. As always, Dave, thank you for joining and thank you for listening everyone. and as always, you can always find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Google Play, Amazon, wherever you find your wherever you find your podcast, you can always find us there. so rate us, like us, share us, and uh, join us next week.
1: And you can visit Cloudvestors.com because it's there too. What is That's it? True. It is Your Finances Untangled.
0: Be sure to rate,
1: review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcast.